What were like the things that you had to do? Get completely naked. It's not something that I would recommend. Don't work a nine to job. Great idea. Exactly. I'm Christina and um, I ended up on OnlyFans about eight weeks ago and not like pre-planned. So I have, yeah, I am from Scotland and I live in Australia. I worked as a dancer for about, I don't know, maybe like about a year. Absolutely loved the job. I thought it was great, great money in it, like fantastic. Um, have partner and then there was a couple of things that weren't quite mentioned COVID hit and I fell into like going back onto my degree politics and end up working a government job for like I don't know like best part of two years if not one more and yeah just really was not, not enjoying it whatsoever <laughs> it's like draining me draining my soul shall we say so uh but my partner also don't want me to go back into dancing because there was a couple of things and I totally get his point of view that like you know like getting spikes in the club wasn't great <laughs> which you know the money was great but like you didn't you know I totally get it so he suggested only fans I think it was on Valentine's Day he was like, wow, oh, like the pictures you sent me are so, so my God. And then he was like, I never wanted to put myself out there only. Like, absolutely never. Like, I was like, Australia, parents can't see, nobody can see me. I can, like, I, can, I didn't even go on any promo as, like, being a dancer, don't want to be on anything. Like, didn't sign those things. But then I was like, I gotta get out of this, this job. It is like, it is literally killing my soul. And then it looks at like the mirror the other day. And then I see that I have like a, I have a smash pocket watch tattoo. It says like, don't work a nine to five job. And it was like, I remember getting it at like 19 and just being like, don't do it. Don't do it. If you ever, if you ever see this tattoo and you've forgotten, don't do it. So yeah, basically I was like, you know what? This is my ticket out of here. And this is like my ticket to just like, freedom and I just don't think I can go and work in a government anymore so I was like gonna follow your course and then I'm just gonna <laughs> it's gonna do it because I think there's there is 100% there's money to be made there you can definitely earn the same amount of income so I was like you know what like I'm just gonna like follow the course and just go for it because I've got like the green go ahead and you know what I don't really mind what my family thinks at this point. It's like, I'm not sitting there in an office anymore. I can't do it. So you were basically a dancer. And um, so from there, so you were a dancer, you moved into a government job. What was what were like the things that you had to do in, in that government job that kind of made it so miserable? Um, I wouldn't say that it was like particularly miserable. Like it was more just the going into the government job. So like you go in, it's like an old school like classroom, shall I say, like it's basically you think like, oh, you know, government, they were going to put a bit of money into their self. It's not. It's like an old building. You like walk in and you're like literally like walking in and it's like people are silent, like deadly staring at you. Like the, 
the atmosphere is like tense. Is everybody's tense? I would just say like everyone's like tense and they're like on edge, like pretty much all of the time. I would say like from like there was yeah, there's hundred percent. There's like bullying in there. There's like you know if you're like shy a little bit, like you know you will get like people will like go down on you. I didn't have that experience in like the second government job was had a really nice office but in the first one yeah it was like super intimidating and I just think like people go in terms of like VPS so like say you come in as a VPS free right and then there's like VPS 7 you're not allowed to talk to somebody that's in a VPS like 7 job so you have to go through their like assistant which is like totally fair enough but I used to work in the deputy secretary's office so like 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 if I was by myself with the deputy secretary she would be like no just call him right now you call him right now she'd be on the phone to like the minister or like the secretary and be like no call him right now so it was all right working there for some degree but there's just I think it's like a really toxic culture of like hierarchy like I've you know, you hear about hierarchy and then you don't really see it. And then I've seen it and it is just like toxic. And I just didn't really like it for that reason. And basically no new ideas are good ideas. It's everything it takes, I don't know, about like 20 times, like more time to like get through to anybody. And then people don't want to change and adapt new systems. So I didn't like that kind of atmosphere <laughs> shall we say like, right. quite some time. so tell us uh tell us about young christina because you're in australia now but you weren't there always so what was kind of like how did you kind of grow up and how did you end up where you are oh so i grew up and um, i grew up in scotland glasgow and i was from like my parents were basically it's i'd say it's like kind of frowned upon to be posh in glasgow which is like, sounds really silly, but it's kind of frowned upon because you're not like one of the people, if that makes any sense. Just for your hair color, just for like the way your skirt is. Like, it's like, it was like, it was mad. But like, I think that just like toughens your skin quite a lot. So like, even like going online, it's like, it's not even like, it's like comparable by about like that, like that measure. And but I love Glasgow. It was is amazing. Like, yeah, you see like absolutely every end of the spectrum. Like growing up there, it was good. Like, you know, like, yeah, my parents may not have like agreed with everything I said, but like I pretty much got the green pass when I was 15 and I got myself a job. So like they are actually really like super nice to me. Like let my friends like stay stay in my house. Before that, I was like strict till 14 as 9 p.m had to be home like everything like that had to be home like kids stay out drinking like had to be home you know get in trouble like drunk get get grounded but yeah there's definitely a big drinking culture in glasgow and a big madless culture in glasgow <laughs> nice so you you know you you and i we've we've talked a handful of times and you're, you know, when it comes to OnlyFans, you're pretty new as far as creators are are concerned, you know, in terms of the whole OnlyFans world. And 
mo- most of the girls that I have on the pod, I mean, they've been doing it for some time, usually at least a year, you know, sometimes a few years and, and stuff like that. But you're basically, you know, starting out brand new. You bought the course, you know, you joined the group and you're not quite in the top 1% yet, but you're, you're making really good progress right now. And so, first of all, what is your percentage right now on OnlyFans and how much, you know, how much money have you made on OnlyFans? Yeah, sure. So I am on the top 7% right now. Um, I should have actually written down my statistics. <laughs> we'll call late. So I'm top 7%. So I don't know. I think like net, that means like I've made about a grand. Um, one thousand, like, I'm pretty sure yesterday it was 1,300 and something. And then gross, it's like 1,006 something-ish. And I can check right now for you if you like. I'm more than happy to check. I mean, for somebody who just came into the process, I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. That's pretty impressive. Um, I'm curious to hear your perspective because, you know, you're someone who's started very recently. But tell us what are kind of the biggest challenges that you've had so far? I would say the biggest challenges that I've had so far is I was all right at doing like um, the first method of the course with the TikToks but like I realized that my TikToks don't go anywhere and that's because of me it's because of my VPN so I just want to cut out my VPN like I know like I've seen those TikToks like that I do try hard in like they can go viral on Clapper they can go viral on Instagram so I just realized like that maybe TikTok and just toning it down a little bit that has maybe been my challenge and also like the real challenge for me is I'm an Australian team so I pretty much get a subscriber at like four o'clock in the morning I don't know like always at four o'clock in the morning or I guess huge like just like around that time so I'm never I'm never like I'm never up I'm never online at the same time that anybody is subscribing and that's because my VPN has been set to America. So I have hit the American market 100%. I'd say I have like maybe about three or four subs that are like maybe five from like different countries, but it's either America or Canada. So I have managed to hit that. And I don't think anybody's seen me from TikTok. I think everybody's seen me from Instagram, like like or Facebook. With your Instagram, do you have a do you have a VPN on that? Is that showing in Australia or the US? It's showing in the US. Um, like it shows my account, so I think it shows at present it was like twenty percent like the US, and then it was like nineteen percent India, and then it was like the rest were like others. So it does work, like to the extent, but now that my partner is comfortable, I wouldn't mind even targeting like. You know, without the VPN, just the Australian market and like putting things out at like normal times when you know it's going to hit. It's very rare for me to find cases. It's very, very popular in the OnlyFans world for everybody to, you know, use Sims and VPNs, try to hit the US and stuff like that. But for, you know, I, I work with a lot of different creators, you know, managers, all these different people. And it's, it's, seems to be very difficult for the ones that are using, you know, Sims, VPNs, all this stuff, seems to be very difficult for them to, um, 
you know, to, to have their videos get massive distribution. It's, I mean, it's not necessarily an easy thing to do either way, but um, for the ones that are using, you know, VPNs and SIMs, it seems to be much more difficult. Now, I don't know if you saw earlier today, I, I sent out a broadcast to everyone who follows me on Telegram um, to see what kind of questions people might have. So you're, rel you're relatively new, but you've still got a pretty solid foundation of experience, I'd say. And so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on, on some of these questions. Um, yeah, so I got a few questions. Are, are you ready? Yeah, go for it. The first one is from username Catalina. And she's basically asking, is it possible to be successful as a faceless creator? What, what would you say? Oh, I think they well possible. Like you have, like there's another faceless. Um, I think she's called like Bad Barbie or Bad Blondie. Just country niche, and she's like fab. Like I don't know how long it's taken her to get in there, but like say so. Like I say so, but like as long as you show your personality, hundred percent. Yeah, there is there is someone that comes to mind. Her name is she's super super um big in the industry i think she's i think she actually is like one of the biggest creators on fansly uh and stuff like that and her thing is called naked baker and her whole whole thing is like she basically has a youtube channel where she just like you know gets on youtube she like just cooks food and like you know hangs out does collabs and stuff like that and she doesn't show her face at all so I'd say that's like one of the one of the biggest exceptions. It's pretty rare to see faceless creators hit those numbers and hit that level, but she's someone that I would say is like an exception that has like built a huge brand being a faceless creator. Um, so so yeah, it's definitely possible to do it. It's not something that I would recommend because it increases the difficulty, you know, a hundredfold. Um, but with that being said, I mean, it's certainly possible people have done it. Um, and she's a great e example of that. By the way, if you want to learn the best systems and strategies to grow your social media and really level up your skills to get more fans consistently, be sure to check the link down in the description below, or you can scan the QR code on the screen here. Remember, average skills are going to give you average results and average is not going to pay your bills in this business. It's up to you to master these skills and learn how to properly promote your account if you want to see real long-term success in the business. And now back to the podcast. The next one here. So this is Rebecca and this one, I don't, I don't know if you use Reddit at all, but she says, do you think Reddit is worth it? I'm going to say that I am a change in my strategy slightly and I reckon Reddit probably is worth it. And um, just for like the fact that TikToks right now, are not like going mad. I think there is probably a lot to do in Reddit. I personally can't speak from experience, so you're probably not talking to like the right person for Reddit. And um, I don't use it. I use it a couple of times, maybe like have used it sparingly out of the picture. I've got a few upvotes and slowly building up my car up, but I haven't really deep dived into it. So I am not the best person to ask on this question, I would say. <laughs> My thoughts on Reddit is, is it worth it? The answer is it depends, right? Because sometimes it, it works, you know, for certain people, they, they, they kill it on Reddit and for others, it doesn't really work at all. What I will say with Reddit is that um, you're not, you know, with Reddit, there's a certain ceiling, there's a certain limit. Um, you know, there's creators that can reach 3%, 2%, even 1% 
on Reddit, but um, for the creators that are really hitting massive, massive numbers, you know, six figures per month and beyond, it's not a result of Reddit uh, in most cases. It's a result of, which uh, again is why I push so heavy on building a personal brand and all these different things, because once you've built your brand to a certain level, um, that's what really you know, starts hitting those big, big numbers. What I will say with Reddit is that it is one of the only platforms that you can sort of successfully outsource because, you know, as you know, when you post on TikTok, you can't really outsource that because you're the one that has to create the content. You have to do it in your phone. You have to upload it from your phone. And that's true for a lot of the mainstream platforms like TikTok, you know, Instagram, YouTube, all these different things. Reddit is one of the only platforms that you can pay, you know, a VA and they can, you know, you just send them the content, they'll handle everything, they'll post it on Reddit, they'll put all the stuff on, you know, on the different subreddits and stuff like that. And that can actually work decently well if you're the type of creator that, you know, actually gets good results from Reddit. So to me, that's the biggest advantage of Reddit is the simple fact that it's something that you can successfully outsource, um, unlike a lot of the other platforms. For anybody that's thinking about Reddit, that's my kind of two cents on whether or not <laughs> is it worth it sure for some people for others not but anyway that's <laughs> that's kind of my two cents on that yeah i would agree 100 yeah so the the next one here so this is lily and she says what is better a paid account or a freed account i'm assuming she's talking about only fans so and um, for lily i have one done scotty setup so i have both and i also seen another creator i think her name's caleb and she also like specified so you only want to go with people to your vip page for the average creator i would say that a free page is going to end up costing you and wasting you much more time than it's gonna you know prove to have benefit so um you know, for the for the people that kind of follow my my program and the strategies that I show and stuff like that, kind of the the primary purpose of a of a paid page is to sort of use it as as a as a gatekeeping system. So for you coming from the dancing world, if you know if the club basically let everybody in for free, what's going to happen? It's going to fill up with a bunch of freeloaders. They're going to waste all the girls' time. So you have a cover charge and that way you ensure that the club is getting, you know, filled up with people that are willing to spend money in some capacity. And you never could end up kind of like more like articulate and like to it that is like exactly like that is to the point. Like why, like why would you let people into free? Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the thing is, you're going to make most of your money in the DMs when you're chatting with people on OnlyFans, and you don't want to be spending, you know, one hour, two hour, three hour, four hour, five hours chatting with people that have almost no chance of spending any money. So the point of having a, a paid page is to make sure that the people that are coming in, when you later engage that person in the DMs and you start those conversations in the DMs, that person's going to have a much higher probability of actually being interested in purchasing your content and and things like that. So um, for anybody who's who's kind of wondering, should I do a free page or a free page? Um, again, depends on the, the, the strategy that you're going to be focusing on, but um, hopefully that makes sense in terms of if you're trying to make money, you want to obviously increase your probability of, of getting spenders into your account. 
that would be my suggestion. Again, that's not necessarily true for any for everyone. You know, some people prefer just going the free page route and just filling up the page and you know just sending out content in the mass DMs and stuff like that, which can work to a degree as well. So one of the one of the main reasons I wanted to talk to you is because you're making a decent uh, a decent little chunk of money by going live on Playboy. And so tell us a little bit of, about that. Like, um, you know, take us through your schedule with how you, how you do Playboy, you know, how you go live and stuff like that. Basically, I, I realized if you go live, like you're going to get like a different audience that you may not have gotten from like, you know, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. It is actually really good. And I've came up with a strategy that's right now is working for me pretty well which I would love to try and implement to like slushy at some point because I hear like, you know, good things. But I also think it's just being mainly creators watching at this point. So what I do is I go live and it's the same exact same thing as you do in the strip club. So if you're in a strip club, you can you can go with one of two methods and both work, but like one's going to take your time and the other one's going to make you more money. So you can basically go into the strip club and you can do a dance. I think it's $20 for three minutes in Australia. So you can take off your clothes. But that also includes a lot of interaction time. That's like there's time built before that. There's time built after that. If you want them to extend, if you want it to go for 10 minutes, that's $50. But if you take somebody to the VIP room, now, it's kind of like the exact same thing, but it's a little bit more quieter, it's a little more private. These are non-touching clubs, but you do get completely naked. And um, I think it's $400 they have to pay, and they be like the door person, and then you get $350. So you don't go in with like, and go, I'm going to do like, like I don't know, to make your 1K. Like you go, I want to get a VIP, I want to get a private. And you want to extend your private. So like, that's what I go in like. I just go in with like one thing. And they are. And they are just like, I can sit there like for, you know, maybe. Basically, I wear lingerie. I sit there. I don't mind taking off my tops for, you know, like 20 bucks. Like or 10 bucks. Like, I don't mind doing that. But what I will say to the person that like, like pays that money. Well, you have an option now. You have an option. We can do this which is like take me into a private room, just me and you, uh, we can do like more naughty stuff and you can get me for half an hour. So, or you can get me for like longer if, and we can choose what you want to do. So we upset, 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 upset. If they've said yes, you want them to say yes like three times. If they said yes in the chat three times, I leave paid like you're pretty much, that's you, you're golden. So that just means like you've got half an hour done boot it half an hour done like yeah you are use a time but then that's like an extra money then we do something else like but that's extra money so and then they was gonna subscribe to your page that's extra money so you want to be like really strategic about it it's the exact same way as it works in like the vip page but you want to have a good time you want to have a good time you want to make sure they have a good time that's interesting because yeah so are there are there any other OnlyFans alternatives that uh, kind of work in that same format, like Playboy. Uh, well, first of all, just just so people don't get confused, 
one of the things that I tell creators is that, you know, if you have a link tree beacons, you know, wherever you have, wherever you have your OnlyFans links, um, from what I've seen in my testing, you know, it's not always a good idea to promote the OnlyFans alternatives like Fansly, Slushy, you know, Playboy, whatever, because it's a lot harder to get conversions on those sites compared to OnlyFans. But in your case, um, I 100% support the idea of using those sites to make money um, as long as you're not using your own marketing to, to get people there. So in other words, you know, if you can go live on Playboy and make money without doing any sort of marketing for Playboy, I think that's great. Now, with that being said, are, so Playboy has this certain format to where it, it's almost kind of similar to, you know, the, the club and, and, you know, bringing people through that process. Are there other fan sites that function that same way? Yeah, well, I think there is. Like, I mean, I'm like, as I say, I'm like super new. But um, I have just recently like uploaded all my stuff to my girl in Slushy. And I would really like to check that out because I'm thinking if there's like an off point, like the way like my mind's thinking, there's an off point in like Playboy, like the earlier I get on, the better because like, you know, I can hit the American market, but then I can leave and then I'll get like the UK market, like the English market. Um, I was thinking I could just switch over and then just go to Slushy. Like, you just get, like, a whole brand new, like, heap of people that haven't seen you before. And, like, that's, like, another way of, like, putting yourself out there. I think if you have your OnlyFans set up, that you can, like, make money while you sleep, that it's the best way. And it's also, like, a good route to go through. But if you're going to go live on these sites, you can easily make money. I think it's easy. Like, people, if you want to just, like, make $10, like, take off your top, or like you could do that like a million times you can change your outfit there's other like ways of going live like that i haven't actually like wired through i just found what's worked for me but there's a katana so what are all your streams of income right now you've got only fans you've got playboy are you still going are you still dancing and stuff like that or what what, what other stuff do you have going on so it's just those two and um, i don't dance anymore i haven't danced for just over to maybe three years and um, like that's because my, my partner is not like keen for me to do it anymore so it's just those two right now randomly get someone on clapper which is really weird <laughs> but like people would just like tip you on like your live streams and i don't think clapper is anything to sleep on because if you've already made all those tiktoks repurpose them put them onto clapper and yeah, like some can go viral and when you go live, like people can tip you and you can use your OnlyFans link there. Like I think Clapper's actually like pretty good. Do you have any other business plans? Like what's the sort of your end goal? What's uh what's the sort of dream life that you're after? In like terms of like two years, um I we're trying to move to a different state. So my partner is going to be working eight days on the mines, like, and he's an electrician and he's going to work six days off. So that means like house to stream. So I can stream six, if I can stream six days a week on kick, that's exactly what I'm going to do. So if that means house renovation, if that means like sitting by the pool in a bikini, I want to do that and just try and like increase revenue. Um, 
other than that, I would really like to, you know, help other people, especially like with tactics and ways and certain phrases that you can implement to make somebody go to VIP, private, either that's like with stripper tactics or that. And my friend Simabla is down because she, I just spoke to her last night and she is really down to like help people as well. So are you going to create like some kind of, you know, YouTube channel or maybe even on your current channel? Uh, first of all, I'm a, I'm a huge fan of, of YouTube. If I could, you know, if I could only choose one platform to, to have, YouTube would be it um, for sure. Uh, just because, you know, it's, it's just a little bit more stable. It's a little bit more predictable than many of the other platforms, which is, it just has a lot more long-term benefits, even though it's, you know, it can be a much slower grind in the beginning. Um, most OnlyFans creators, you know, they don't really like YouTube that much for those reasons. It can take longer, you know, more work and so on. Um, but you're taking YouTube a little bit more serious than many other creators. What is your thoughts on YouTube compared to, you know, some of the other stuff like TikTok and Instagram and, and that stuff. Oh my goodness. I absolutely love YouTube. Like I am like a huge fan. I have a video that I've not edited, but for me, it's just telling stories or it's doing like a laundry haul. So like telling stories, all you need to do is cut, cut, edit. It's just like, it takes literally 10 minutes and like, you could just sit down and chat. I think it's great. So for now, I'll have your current YouTube channel linked below, your Instagram, stuff like that. Is there any other social media channels that people can find out more about you? On Instagram, I don't really do much. But if you want to, if you could use my referral link for Playboy, I will happily do like a half an hour call with you and just like tell you everything that <laughs> I know and what's worked out with the platform and the things that I see and what I do. Um, my, I think my email should be like, hopefully you're like the low, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to arrange anything. I'm going to have, so for those of you that are interested in learning how to do what Christina is doing on Playboy, for those of you that are, you know, you don't mind going live, you're interested in doing stuff like that. I'm going to have her Instagram linked below in this video. Just click that Instagram, send her a DM if you're interested in, you know, what she's doing on Playboy. So, um, now, the, the last kind of question I like to finish off with everybody is if you could give advice to your younger self, to the younger version of yourself, what would that advice be? Yeah, just go for it. Just start. Just start and, and don't care what anybody else thinks and just go for it. 100%. Just go for it. Like, you know you can do it. Like, you can do it. <laughs>